Welcome to Poof, a podcast for the design curious. This is episode five, and today we're talking about decorating like a designer for the holidays. I'm here with Kylie Trunk again. Hi, Kylie. Hi, Jason. This time of year is unique for designers in that everybody has a perspective on ornaments, right? (laughs) Everybody does. Speaking of ornaments, I think that this year I'm going to get a fake tree. Ooh, okay. I actually already have a fake tree, but it's in the crawl space in a plastic bag, which is kind of depressing. No, I have I have a similar situation. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Depressing it's in the, fake it's tree? In, yeah. It's in the garage, though. Do you use that every year? Not every year, no. Some years, we will get a real tree, a live tree. So it's almost, it's almost based on kind of what we have going on that year and... Um, you know, frankly, the time and effort that that we feel like we'll have available to put into a real tree and space as well. Space is a big factor for us. Yeah. How does the tree influence the space that you're using? It seems like they're somewhat similar in shape and size. Mm, Yes. So we have a bit of a an interestingly configured living space. It's very, very long and narrow. It's not my favorite thing in the world. There's a wall that I want to take out so badly, but we kind of only have a a sort of smaller area to fit a tree. And with this fake one, you can bend the branches any way you want to. You can kind of shove it in a corner without, you know, killing the poor thing. Yeah. And it's just a little bit easier to maintain and take care of, I guess, than, than a real tree. You can kind of manipulate it into a space easier than a real one. I see what you're saying. So it's not just storage, but it's also getting it in your space and decorating it and making it fit with the room. Exactly. It's always a hassle, even when we get the fake tree out to get it into our space put it up and it's not that big yeah uh, but it's still it's still a bit of a struggle to actually maneuver it into the house and get it standing where we want it to so say it's just you and your husband for christmas fake tree or real tree i mean if if i you know there were no barriers and you know sky's the limit i would always get a real tree yeah i grew up in minnesota and you could even go out and find your own tree and no cut way. it down right what a cool experience you did that and, when you were a kid mm-hmm, yes yeah yeah for me it's the smell it's the little bits of sap that get stuck on your finger i can mm-hmm. like i can just feel it and smell it now just right? thinking about it right and i think so much of christmas is about conjuring those memories because like when you're getting together with your family and you're decorating the tree, it's like you're repeating these traditions over and over again because you're trying to conjure up that Christmas magic. Yeah. And that nostalgic scent totally does it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like that we're starting um, with the tree because it really can be, or it really is the centerpiece of your holiday decor and sort of the one thing that people, you know, oftentimes start with first, or it's the biggest presentation yeah. of holiday decor that you have in your home. And we, uh, you know, have, uh, I've been married just a couple of years and we have sort of started our own, you know, tree trimming tradition in that uh, every trip we take, we purchase an ornament for our Christmas tree so that, you know, when it comes to the day that we decorate the tree, we pull out all of these great ornaments and we can kind of reminisce and say, oh, you know, remember when we were in Napa or, oh, we got this on our honeymoon and we can sort of 
relive um, those memories, like you were saying, the kind of nostalgic feel of it. So this is one of those moments for me where everybody can get into the different aspects of design. Like when you're looking at different Christmas tree ornaments, there are, I don't know what I'm trying to express. I think, I think I'm trying to talk about like, you're not going to put every ornament that you have on the tree. There's like some level of discussion about like, I think that the ornament from our last trip last year should go on the tree because it means this to me and because it looks good in the living room because we have this particular piece of furniture out right now. Yeah, it's it's funny that, that you mentioned that because there are sort of a couple of different schools of thought when it comes to, you know, not only the tree, but I think holiday decorating in general. And one is to have maybe sort of a more specific focused kind of I don't know if I want to say point of view on what it is that you're decorating. And the other is to just kind of throw it all up there and put it all out there. Yeah. I remember growing up, my one of my best friend's mom had this huge, gorgeous tree that she did every year. She had vintage ornaments, really beautiful ornaments, but she had collected them, um, you know, found them different places. They all sort of created a, a similar look and feel. So it wasn't like, oh, there's a weird orange one over here and a purple one over here. But she would literally put every ornament on the tree. And one year it got so heavy, it actually fell over. So she had to like tie her tree up. But, you know, there's some people who, who, who would say, I don't necessarily need a theme or, you know, something more focused. I'm going to put it all up there. That's one of the great things about holiday decor. It's kind of it's kind of personal. It is very a, personal. A little bit of an opportunity to do unexpected things because you yep. really have to consider like how it makes you feel and how it honors your traditions. Yep, totally agree. Which I think introduces a great topic that's inherently tied into holiday decor is the level of tackiness mm. that you're going to bring into a space. Right. I think holiday can be done really tastefully, and I think we've we've been doing a lot of photo shoots at Havenly recently um, that embody that sort of tasteful design forward holiday but sometimes there's just like a couple design elements that you put in there because they're special to you or yeah i think i think what can happen sometimes with holiday is that there maybe isn't enough of a sort of focused point of view and people get really excited about the holidays and they want to you know bring out everything that they have and just <laughs> put everything out there and and all of a sudden it's you know this crazy home with you know, you can barely walk because there's so much garland and tinsel around. So I think there's there's sort of a, a fine line. And, and it depends, again, on what your traditions are. Maybe some people are more traditional and they like to have the Santas out, mm -hmm. the red stockings, that kind of thing. And there's some people who might lean a little bit more traditional or, excuse me, more modern, where they really like to have, let's say, a color scheme or um, something a little bit more focused and, um, uh, you know, a little bit less traditional, I guess. Yeah, I guess it all depends on what your holiday spirit is. Yeah. I wonder, what are some examples of, like, a sort of balance between the traditional holiday and, I don't know, something that we're more used to seeing here at Havenly? Yeah. So I think in terms of holiday decor, you should think of it as, you know, ex an extension of you, of your home, of your space and personality. So it's not something that should completely change. Mm -hmm. um, I think take into consideration whether you are someone who is a little bit more traditional and really likes to have, let's say, red and green as the main 
theme of your space. You know, if you're going to do something that's really traditional like that, you know, maybe have the tree be red and green and then do some additional things in, let's say, white so that it's it, it doesn't completely transform the look of your space, but it kind of, I guess, matches a little bit more with your space and feels sure. like, you know, feels like you've just dressed up your home for a special occasion. Right. It is a special occasion. It is. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I, I don't know exactly what the combination of things were that achieved this feeling for me, but mm-hmm. like when it was Christmas Day, you were like, how is this actually happening? <laughs> like, like, how is it actually Christmas Day? I've been thinking about this all year. I don't know, that magical feeling of not quite being able to like believe that it's the most magical day of the year. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. I think a lot of people, you know... It, Tradition is passed down from, you know, what you did as a child, what your parents did as children, and it's kind of passed down. And the great thing about Christmas and and the holidays in general, I guess, is that you can kind of bring in your own traditions. You can keep some of the old, but bring in some of the new, something that reflects who, you know, you and maybe your new family, you know, something that reflects who you are. Do you have any traditions that stand out for you? as a designer like i'm thinking along the lines of like color schemes like how have the holiday traditions that your family has passed on to you influenced the way that you think about color schemes during the holidays yeah that's a that's a great question there was a couple of years ago where i decided that all the christmas decor was going to be basically like a maroon color and gold Mm-hmm. And that was it. There wasn't going to be any red or green, nothing like that. It was going to be maroon and gold. It was going to be metallics. Yeah. And that was that. All the ornaments on the tree were going to be maroon and gold. There was no room for anything else. Maybe white, but that was it. Where did this Where did this maroon and gold stem from? I think from not wanting to be red and green. Okay. Mostly just not wanting to, you know, gotcha. when I wanted to have, you know, a really pretty space. And yeah. to me, red and green wasn't quite going to do it. Although they are the traditional colors of the holidays, it just wasn't quite wasn't quite right for me and my space. Mm-hmm. So, what I decided was, you know, let's think of something that's a little bit more design forward but still says the holidays. Still makes makes it feel like it is the holidays in my home. So I went maroon and gold and I I don't go to that extent anymore, but I think it can be sort of a a really, you know, put your own spin on it. Like we said before, take some of those traditions down, but then put your own spin on it. Um, You know, mix up the red and green. Maybe you do do red and white or, you know, metallics have been really huge um, over the holidays, over the past handful of years. So bring in some of the golds and coppers and silvers instead. Knowing you, Kylie... With your maroon and gold, I have to imagine that you snuck a red and green in there somewhere. I really don't think so, Jason. I think I was very, very adamant about it. Wow. Yeah. I wish you had pictures. Me too. I, I mean, I still have some of the like maroon and gold ornaments left. Yeah. So there's still some semblance left of that maroon and gold Christmas. Okay, so you decided you wanted to go maroon and gold, mm-hmm. and it's what beginning of December mm-hmm. how did you take your space from how it already looked to this maroon and gold holiday scene yes so 
the good thing about this was that it was sort of more of an evolution of what I already had going on in the space. So there were neutrals and, you know, think like cozy textures and faux furs and, and those kinds of things. Not a lot of bright colors. So for me, this was sort of a nice way to jazz up the space a little bit. So, you know, everything from the stockings were either maroon or gold, all of the ornaments on the tree. I had this really, this big like maroon bow that kind of cascaded down the tree. Yeah. And so for me, it was more about um, having sort of more pretty decor choices than a Santa or a snowman or something like that. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. As a designer at Havenly, do you have a lot of clients that want help decorating a holiday space or is that something that people tend to keep for themselves? Yeah, you know, some people definitely do look to us for help with that. I think that, you know, one you sometimes keep a lot of the holiday decor that you've had year after year um, because, you know, one, it's tied to memories and two, uh, you know, people don't necessarily want to change things up every year. But yeah. what I love about the holidays is that it is sort of a time to, you know, reinvent what it means to you every year. You can keep some of those pieces, but you can also decide, you know, I'm going to start a new tradition or this year, this is what the holidays feels like to me. So I want to go in this sort of design direction. So yeah, we do get people who ask us to help them um, sort of pick things out. And, and I think you know, to what we were talking about earlier, create a little bit more of a classier version of a holiday space. Sure. So what are the different types of holiday specific decor that we might help people either source or fit into their spaces? Yeah, we can do everything from anything you might put on a tree. So ornaments, a lot of the vendors that we work with have a lot of really interesting and unique ornaments. Everything from, let's say, garlands to tinsel to uh, there's you know a lot of a lot of places like the pottery barns and crate and barrels are putting together these great kind of you know smaller trees that sort of more invoke a feeling of um, holiday in winter rather than straight up Christmas yeah um, so things like that and you know you can think about things like your artwork you know things that you might have hanging on the wall um, you know what can we swap out for a nicely uh, put together wreath or silver bells or or whatever it might be so I think it's it's more of you know how do we help accent your space to make it make it feel a little classier and dressier yeah, I love the idea of being able to swap things out for different occasions. And sort of on an extreme example, we recently did a Havenly photo shoot at an employee's house. And we really just like swapped items out. We didn't necessarily transform the whole space. Right. We didn't have to completely change everything. It was really just a couple of like strategic swaps. Um, it really made a huge difference. Yeah, exactly. I know that my husband it drives him nuts that that I pull out different decor and different you know think pillows and things like that 
but it's, you know, you wouldn't have the same pillows on your sofa during the summer as you would during the holiday season. So, you know, that's, and think about your space in general too, right? You always kind of want to be changing it up so that it doesn't get stale or, or whatever it might be, you know, you want to you want to create sort of a, di- a dynamic space that that makes you feel good and makes you want to you know hang out in it not like it's the same dull boring thing you always you know come home to so i think changing your space up and um, even with the holidays you know changing up how you how you decorate for the holidays is a smart thing to do yeah i know that the holidays haven't really even started yet in fact it's 65 degrees out right now in denver <laughs> and i think it's going to be that way for the next at least week but what do you expect to see in holiday spaces this year are you are you envisioning like any particular textures or i know benjamin moore just came out with their color of the year it was shadow yes do you think anything like that is going to make its way into the holidays it, i think it absolutely could there's you know we're seeing a range of things i think for the holidays you know a lot of places still have the traditional reds greens whites snowmen santas that type of thing but we're seeing a lot more retailers and vendors push the envelope on the holidays you know it's also the holidays are bigger than just christmas too you know we're seeing a lot of things that signify the holidays that aren't direct replicas of of a santa or something that is so specific christmas yeah Um, we're seeing them get pushed into a little bit more of a modern space and with that comes you know more modern colors we're seeing a lot of darks actually so a lot of um, you know, deep smoky colors and that type of thing. And also, I think metallics are just going to continue being more and more popular during the holidays. Mm, metallics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Holiday scenes. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait for the, the feeling of, I don't know, just the overall cozy feeling of being at a holiday party or just being at home surrounded by things that make me happy because it is just not that festive right now. <laughs> it's getting there. The, yeah. You know, the ads are already out. The holidays are coming. They are coming quick. Well, I wish they would come faster because I'm impatient. <laughs> but I'm sure they will. They will. Before you know it. Exactly. And I think that as everybody starts to embrace the holidays and starts to have considerations about having guests over and throwing holiday parties and decorating a space that honors their own holiday traditions that they will keep us in mind kylie trunk and the havenly team we're always here to help with any of your design questions it's not just a matter of having something that looks good for the holidays but something that feels really good and works for whatever it is that you end up doing so good luck conjuring your holiday magic everybody thanks again for listening come say hello on our blog on facebook on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to learn anything more in depth about what we talked about on the podcast today, look for a link to the blog below our podcast. Thanks again, Kylie. See you next week. Thanks, Jay.